Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, we're going to speculate about what we think is coming. Actually, no, I'm not because I'm not exactly sure what's coming. I mean, we are living in one of the craziest times. And, you know, I've, I've done some webinars recently and I'll probably continue to do them um, every couple of weeks. We have a debt fund offering right now that um, we have out. We are in the affordable housing space. As many of you probably know, um, we invest in manufactured housing. Uh, we have investments in 13 states across the country. I've been investing in mobile home parks since 2007. And, you know, if there's one thing that to me is not speculative, it's the fact that affordable housing is probably going to continue to do well no matter what, because um, y- there's just, it, it's a challenging time right now and there's just not a lot of affordable housing. But anyway, I've been doing some um, webinars recently. And the one thing that has become very clear to me is, you know, I, I think a lot of times as investors, we're trying to avoid speculation, right? But the thing that's become very clear to me is that it's getting more and more challenging to avoid speculation. And when we look at, you know, the stock market and what's going on there, and when we look at, you know, traditional assets, um, I'm still, I've always been pretty bullish on private equities and private investments that obviously, you know, the wealthy invest in doesn't mean that, you know, people don't have some exposure to the stock markets and and traditional publicly traded companies, et cetera. But to me, that's speculation. And I've never really been one who um, has really spent that much time trading stocks, day trading, um, even studying, you know, bigger publicly traded companies, just because I haven't needed to. Um, The majority of my investments have been in private companies, Um, whether it's private companies that I own or whether it's private companies that I'm invested in as a limited partner um, or, you know, just even real estate. Again, real estate that I owned or real estate that I'm invested in as a limited partner. And so one of the things that we've been talking about, and I'm going to discuss this briefly with you today, this is actually taken out of uh, my blog uh, this last week. I'm going to just kind of share this with you because this is what I've been really talking about. By the way, if you're not on the list and you don't get my blog, you can head on over to www.michaelayala.com and you can sign up for the blog there. Um, a, a lot of people just you know really love this. I'm not going to spam you. I don't send a bunch of um, other emails. and um, But anyway, if you want to get that blog, just head on over there. Or you can text the word blog to 480-531-7519 and we'll get you on the list. But anyway, um, this last week, as we've been talking about you know, just different investments, different opportunities. I think the thing that we really need to be honing in on right now is investing in alternatives for protection. So again, I think there's so much speculation going on. And I jokingly uh, started off by saying that we're going to speculate this week about what's coming. Here's the thing. I don't know exactly what's coming. I don't know that anybody really does because we're in such a a pickle, if you will. We've, we've never been here before. The amount of money that's been printed is just astronomical. Um, I'm listening to as many different viewpoints and ideas as I can right now just for that reason. But I know that this music can't go on forever. So, you know, are we going to fall off a cliff in the next couple months, uh, next couple years? 
30 years? I don't know. I don't know the answer to any of that. But what I do know is that we should be protecting our assets right now. We should be looking at wealth preservation um, more than we ever have. And I know a lot, a lot of people that are sitting on cash just waiting for real estate to drop, waiting for business opportunities to present themselves. And I think all of those are good things. But when we talk about investing for in alternatives for protection, um, here's, here's a few of my thoughts. So in a time of peril and disaster, everyone needs a few essential items to survive. Water, food, warmth, and shelter come to mind. Those who are prepared with reserves or plans tend to weather disasters better than others. Um, I, I remember the first podcast that I believe I was ever on was with Buck Joffrey, um, the Wealth Formula podcast. And and he called that episode um, solving one of Maslow's uh, basic human needs, which again is, you know, there's food, water, shelter, um, these things that people need. And, you know, affordable housing is one of the basic human needs. Obviously, as we go up the echelon and the ladder in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, there, you know, everybody needs a house. What type of house? That just determines where you're at on the ladder. But the basic human need when we talk about shelter, again, they're not building more affordable housing. And so I think we just need to think about some of this. You know, there's a lot of fear and concern out there about the supply chain and and the food and oil. And I, I saw I saw a headline come out of Germany that Germany's preparing for a run on the banks because um, they're preparing for such a cold winter and they don't have enough uh, gas because of everything that's going on with Russia and Ukraine. And and so their whole system is just so, so fragile right now. But again, it comes back to these human needs, right? Like food, warmth, shelter, et cetera. So in a time of economic peril and disaster, essential items are needed for survival. And for years, smart investors have relied on alternative assets for protection in times of peril. It's not only in times of peril that savvy investors leverage the benefits of alternatives, it's all the time. Now, we just become more aware of it in certain periods of time, but we should always be looking at this. And this is why we have loved affordable housing you know, for so long as such a major part of our portfolio. If you dig into the numbers, it's not hard to see why savvy, ultra-wealthy, and institutional investors gravitate towards alternatives. The data shows that the more alternatives that are allocated to a portfolio, the better the performance of that portfolio. And again, I've got a bunch of charts and graphs if you want to you know, head on over uh, to my website, michaelayala.com, or again, text the word blog to 480-531-7519, and I can get that sent over to you. Um, but there's, there's a chart, and it basically establishes the portfolios with alternatives added to the mix perform better and do so at less risk. The data also shows that as investors become more affluent, they tend to allocate more toward alternatives. It's not a surprise that the ultra-wealthy gravitate towards alternatives and that there's a correlation between allocations to alternatives and an individual's level of wealth. Individuals with a high net worth or HNW and ultra high net worth are wealthy because they allocate far more alternatives toward their portfolios than average or even less affluent investors. The ultra high net worth individuals like the members of the online investment club, um, Tiger 21, which average about 50 million in investable assets, they consistently allocate 50% or more of their portfolios to alternatives. The two segments they favor the most are commercial real estate 
and private equity. And again, if you want to head over and get the blog, I've got a, a graph there that kind of shows the breakdown. But because the ability to earn higher risk adjusted returns, the ultra, ultra wealthy also gravitate towards alternatives for their protective qualities during downturns and inflationary times, qualities that are currently much needed during the current volatile economic environment. So with inflation currently running at an annual rate of 8.2%, Americans are seeing their buying power deteriorate annually. Unless you have income or investments that keep pace with inflation, your portfolio is at risk of severe retraction. So enter the asset built to counter inflation, uh, commercial real estate, and again, you know, from our opinion, specifically uh, manufactured housing, which we uh, love. By the way, as a side note, um, I've mentioned this multiple times, but we do have a debt fund that's paying a 12% interest rate for a 12-month period. Um, it's in a. It's called Wavemark Capital. It's a uh, called the Wavemark Income Fund, to be exact. And the reason why we're doing this is because a couple of things happened. Um, you know, we were really lacking on inventory and the timeline to get houses went out so far that we started looking at, you know, kind of how to bridge that gap. And we've got a credit facility on the backside. So once we have a resident in place and we've got a new home set, we we get a, a lease or a contract to purchase from a resident. We have a credit facility that can finance that, but we're utilizing the Wavemark Income Fund to do bridge lending, which basically allows us to buy the homes up front, get them ordered from the manufacturers, get the home set, get that resident in place, and then we um, finance them on the backside with our credit facility. But the reason why we're doubling down on this right now is because inventory has actually caught up. The timeline to get these homes has shrunken drastically. And while we are able to get the inventory, we really want to take advantage of that. Plus, I think we're beginning to see a surplus of inventory. And um, I also think that you know, prices as of right now are probably as good as they're going to get. They might drop a little bit, but this is the time that we want to personally be taking advantage of getting as many homes set in our manufactured home communities, because there is a surplus of people that are looking for affordable housing, which again, comes back to everything that we're talking to here, just basically solving the basic human needs. So the question that I have for you, I mean, first and foremost, if you're interested in the 12% debt fund, um, just text the word deals to 480-531-7519, but shifting gears and, and kind of coming back to this, the question that I have for you is, you know, maybe have you taken the time to really look at your allocation in your portfolio and realizing that, you know, things have changed so much. And again, it's all speculation. If we start thinking about where are things going, none of us really know, but we need to start asking the question, what do we know? What do we know for sure? Or at least we think we know for sure um, with as little speculation as possible. And for me, again, one of those things that we're looking at in our portfolios is, you know, kind of getting out of, um, I, I think there's two ends of the spectrum here. So we're looking at assets that are on the affordability side, and then we're looking at other assets that are, um, basically in the luxury markets, in the luxury vacation markets, because we think that um, those are the two ends of the spectrums that are not going to be as impacted as the middle everyday, um, yeah, basically middle class. And we've been talking about this for a while, but um, the the middle class is really getting a lot of pressure put on them. And there's a lot of, um, I think people that are just going to get wiped out because they don't have, you know, cash flowing assets. The majority of the middle class have all their investments tied up in, you know, these traditional publicly traded 
um, markets, the stock markets, uh, even middle tier houses. I think these are the ones that are going to get hurt the most. And so again, our thesis kind of comes down to really just a simple um, thought process. I have about 80% of my portfolio tied up in affordable housing and some, you know, base goods that we again, think are, you know, they're, they're just basic human needs. And so when it comes to my real estate portfolio, about 80, 80% is tied up in the affordable housing arena. And then about 20% is tied up in some, some speculative development type stuff, but then also the luxury, um, vacation, uh, markets that we're really starting to look at and, um, are going to start moving more towards. So that's kind of how we're going to put our allocation going forward. Um, so I'd be curious to hear from you how your allocation is and what you're thinking about it and the things that you're changing. So would love to hear from you directly. You can shoot me an email at mike at michaelayella.com. Um, or again, you can just text me uh, 480-531-7519. Would love to hear how your portfolio allocation currently looks and what you're thinking about doing differently going forward. Again, I think you know, the Bible says there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. And I think the more ideas we can get from more people, the better off we're all going to be. So shoot me a text 480-531-7519. And would love to just kind of hear how your portfolio is shaking up, what you're doing, what you're changing. Go out there and make it great. Um, also, just wanted to let you know, Kara and I are um, opening up the Next Level Couple Mastermind for 2023. There's already a couple spots that are taken. Um so there's just a few spots left. We only take five couples. If you're interested in that, um, text the word couples to 480-531-7519. Look forward to hearing from you. And again, um, I think that this is a very, very interesting time that we live in. I think there's a lot of good things that we could um, you know, potentially be able to see coming out of this, even if things are going to get challenging. We just got to get ourselves on the right side of that equation. And you know, just again, having amazing conversations with just other amazing humans, just trying to figure out what everybody else is doing is what I think is important. So good luck out there. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.